Welcome back to the Vinland Chronicles, a Vinland Saga podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chad. And I'm Ronnie. And today we're covering Vinland Saga Season 1, Episode 11, A Gamble. Whoa. I'm a, I'm a gambling man myself. I don't do yeah, it well, are. but I do. Yeah, you are. You are a sports gambling addict is what I say behind your back when you're not listening. And that's fine. I do it and, responsibly so you can say whatever you want. Well, I know the truth. That's what everyone says. They always say they do it responsibly. I'm only down to $3,000 as of football season. I say I do my bulking responsibly, and I'm about to go pick up an irresponsible burger. So That's true. So, yeah, I mean, people put up masks for who they truly are, mm-hmm. and I'll take that uh, into consideration, but you're wrong. Well, I'm right, and I don't have to be... Uh, you know, notified by you that I'm right or wrong because all I need is my my own self. That's it. So what that was you th- very Ronnie of you to say that. So I, you wear that badge for the rest of the episode. So what did you think about the episode, Ronnie? I thought this episode was fun. It was a really weird episode, like the first four minutes, because obviously we're going to get to the conversation. Oh yeah, because it's fall now. Yeah, because the leaves are changing. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa. No, but it's just like definitely slow paced. Like you were kind of waiting for something to happen. Something does happen eventually, but I like how they didn't rush it, you know? Oh, I, yeah. I loved the beginning of this episode. It it got me in the fall vibes now that the leaves are finally yeah, changing. Yeah, you were really focused on the leaves, huh? Yeah. Dude, yeah. now that it's changing on, you know, our surroundings here in the state of Georgia, for those of you that don't know, seeing it in the show as well, it was pretty awesome to see. You double dipped on the fall thing twice. Interesting. Or autumn. No. I see, noticed that it was, call it I, autumn. I clocked it early and I was like, oh, okay, seasons change. And then I actually listened to the characters, Chad. That's what I was doing. Wait. I was paying attention were they talking to the, the show and the world, the beautiful world building that they were winding through. Oh, yeah. Those very autumn trees that you were staring at. I am glad that they world, they proved that this, you know, this Wait. show has autumn. <laughs> oh, God. Great world building. <laughs> yeah, yeah, So let's get right into it. We start off with the leaves changing. No. The... Bru- <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> Shut up, but also, no. What is your actual first note? Thorkel feeling fall no. in the air. Oh, the OP. We go to OP. We Whoa. start off with the OP. Great OP. I watched it like I always do. Don't know about Ronnie. He sometimes skips it. Well, I was like, whoa. I don't know if this has happened before where they went straight into the OP. Yeah, in this show, I don't think it has. Yeah, I mean, other shows that we've carried. And that's it's hard to keep all the shows that we watch uh, together because I do think it's happened in the latest Jujutsu season. Uh, but I was like, I don't think this has happened in Vinland yet. So I, right away, I was nervous. And then we get into this next conversation for like four minutes. So yeah, Thorkel, he can feel the fall in the air and he's excited about all the food, the beer, uh, the eating, the drinking, everything is better in the fall. And I agree. And I know you do too, Ronnie. I love the fall. Yes. Some people call it autumn. I believe. No. Okay. Let's be honest. No one calls it autumn. Do you know what I mean though? Like, okay. I'll, I'll say this. Put the terms better on it. If you call it autumn, you're just trying to be different. That's what I think. People call it autumn, but only to just like prove to the world that we have a word that can be used interchangeably. No one actually says, oh, well, autumn's coming up. No, that's never been said by a person that I don't want to slap across the face. You know what I believe, though, that back in these times, because he does use the term autumn. I think back in these uh, olden days, they did use that term. Well, Leif Erikson does sound like someone who would say that autumn Mm -hmm. is upon us. But I'm just saying, go. We should do this. We should be uh, we should add this brand of content men on the street. There's not enough of that going around with people walking up and being like, "Uh, oh, would you? Do you have a girlfriend? And they or do you have a boyfriend? And they say no, and they go, "Do you want one? Let's find you one. Come on!" And then they walk around. And it's totally not staged. Have you seen any of those? Yes, those suck. <laughs> um, or the ones with just like the extremely hot girls that go up to guys and uh, play on their emotions because we're just playthings, and they're like, 
are very sexual with him and then they're confused and then they double down and then they go, oh, wait, is this real? And then they realize. What would you do for one night with me? What would you do in that one night? Well, see, those are also staged because I've never seen one of those videos where it's not a dweeby looking guy like us that goes, not interested. Oh, I've seen a lot. Really? Yeah. You've seen where guys are like, answer that question seriously? Yes. Oh, God. Thank God I'm not in that algorithm. No, every time I see it... Wait, are you being serious? Yeah, I have. I'm serious. Why did you laugh I, like that? Because you said, thank God I'm not in that algorithm. I like, <laughs> I'm yeah. glad I'm not. I'm in the algorithm of guys who go... Uh, or if they go, rate me one out of ten, they go 4.7. And they go, oh, really? And they say, yeah, you're unoriginal. Well, what would you do, Ronnie, if somebody came up in the street and said that to you? I'd say... Uh, autumn <laughs> <laughs> yeah you would literally turn into an anime character see in chemistry <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes right into the intro well i never thought yeah. that's how the show would start but to finish my thought that we got off of go up to anyone and if they say the four seasons of the year are winter spring summer and autumn do something about it yep i agree uh the people here though they with thorkel they've gotten really used to the english beer they're starting to like it and they're also starting to love the christian women that are around here do you know anything about an english what's an english beer name one uh heineken Yingling? no no heineken's german right oh i think i guess it is how do I know beer better than you? I don't know English beer. I just know shit American beer. English beer brand. Well, in Heineken, so never heard of any of these ever before in my life. Yeah, they, I mean. So I guess none of them have made them ma- or have made it mainstream, but I guess that's what makes them oh, special. Oh, a San Mag- a Guinness. We know about Oh, Heineken is one. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No. Oh, that's just a popular beer brand in the UK. Yeah. It's a Dutch pale lager beer. Oh, so you were wrong too. Yeah, it was. But All not right. as wrong as you. <laughs> so, one of the guys is even thinking about converting to Christianity just for the sexy women. Okay, he wants that Christian poontang. A little long in the tooth. But they all laugh, saying there are a lot of rules, and you know, people they'll start telling you to not do certain things if you convert, so don't do that. And then they keep on talking, and they're you know, this is like you said, it's a real interesting conversation that this group right here is having. I like the chatting with the boys. Yeah, it, it really it's like locker room talk. Yeah, that's what I put. Just as a as they're taking a stroll, that's the thing that I really meant something to me. Here they are; they're these tough guys. But when you cut right down to it, you know what they're doing strolling through the autumn leaves with the boys. And I don't think guys do that enough. Yeah, they start getting in their feels in yeah. the autumn leaves, yeah, for sure. Uh, but they, yeah, they laugh. They start talking about how Jesus was skin and bones. And Thorkel, or no, sorry, Thor, their Valhalla god, mm-hmm. could easily destroy him in a fight. Even though he was a magician. I believe that was one of the, right. how that was phrased. No so, magic trick can defeat just brute force in their eyes. So Odin and Thor are way better as they all laugh. But Thorkell says, hold on now. Let's ask a Christian ourselves. And that's when he yells over to the prince. He says, prince, who do you think is better? Jesus or the gods in Asgard? And we get a closer look at the prince with his helm on. And what does he do, Ronnie? He does what he does best. Nothing. He says not a word. Yeah, just doesn't look at him, doesn't say a word. Yeah, as he sits next to Rag- Ragnar. Who's annoying as ever. Ragnar then takes up for him, saying that the Highness, uh, saying, how dare you ask the Highness that, or, uh, you know, laugh at the Highness. Thorkell doesn't even like hostages, um, but he says he has to do this to get closer to King Swain. Right, he's ignoring, or King Swain is ignoring him. Yeah. 
And then, uh, you know, they keep cutting up. They keep laughing. This is where I put the locker room talk. It is pretty funny just seeing, like, a bunch of dudes just laughing it up. And and even, like, they have royalty here, but they can still just joke around. And and also such a baller move for Thorkell to be the only one not walking. (laughs) Yeah. There, I mean, obviously, well, the, Knut and Ragnar yeah, are yeah, walking, but, but that's because they're being held hostage. Thorkell is... And that's a move that I would sometimes say, wow, that's bitch to not be walking, but he's chilling so hard. Yeah, he is. That it's amazing. This episode right here really made me like Thorkell. Sometimes, like, he's a little too much. I, I like him. I liked him a lot in I this agree. episode. Ragnar says, you will all die and you're all crazy. And he says, how will 500 men defeat the army of Denmark and its 16,000 soldiers? Now, he's got a point there. <laughs> I got to be with him on that one a little bit, old, mm-hmm. old egghead. Thorkell says, you have forgotten the honor of a Norman warrior because you've been under Christian influence. And that's when Ragnar, or egghead, mentions Valhalla. Thorkell then daydreams about Valhalla and talks about the only ones that die in battle go there. Um, yes, so the only ones that die in battle go there. They have to do it honorably. Mm-hmm. And the stronger the enemy, the better. So he's just, Thorkel's just looking for the strongest enemy. He almost, it almost seems like he kind of just wants an enemy worthy enough to where he actually dies. He's kind of bored of that. And that's battle. an interesting uh, way to look at it. Like he does, he genuinely, genuinely likes fighting, but imagine if you could really convince yourself that that is what you believe that to make it to heaven, you got to be defeated by someone stronger than you or a great warrior, you would just have the world at the palm of your hands. No wonder they were able to get people to buy into it. Oh, yeah. Because especially if you're Thorkel, then you just get to go around killing a bunch of guys and (laughs) looking like the most badass person there is until you eventually run up against someone who's stronger than you. And then, oh, wow, you get to go live in forever love land. Which is another way, word for heaven and Valhalla that I just made. Forever, Forever Love, Love Land. Land. That's a good name. I like that, People Ronnie. would want to go. I feel like me and you are in Forever Unloved Land. Whoa. We have not... That would mean hell, and we're definitely not in hell, brother. Well, we have not gotten love in a long time. Feels like it. Unless it's with each other. I love you. <laughs> Ragnar calls Thorkel a child and a poor thing. And just as he's saying that, the priest erupts, who I forgot was even here. I saw him there because he was looking raggedy. Dude, this is one of the best surprises. I guess I just was not paying attention when he did this. It made me almost like laugh out loud because it just was out of nowhere. I didn't even see him. But he starts shouting to the sky that the Lord is here. And that's when Oleghead realizes, oh, no, get him his booze. Get him his booze. Mm-hmm. And this He's right here immediately made me think less of Canute. Canute not saying anything, hiding in the tent, praying. I'm like, okay, that's one thing. But when you got a crazy ass priest that you're like keeping by your side 24 7, and the only way that he can be normal is if he's boozed up. How can you judge somebody, Ronnie, if you haven't heard their side? And who are you fighting for right now, Canute or yeah. the priest? Canute. Um, because I you can just still, said you lost hey, respect for him. I, no, I won right here because I'll tell you why. Actions speak louder than words. <laughs> yeah, and his actions aren't really speaking Their at all. Their so actions. Wait till I've he never, makes actions. Go back and listen, everyone. I've never been wrong. I've never claimed for this helmed person to be a boy or a girl. I was always suspicious. So. The priest finally gets his fix and is all boozed up. And that's it, what, alcohol does not work that quick either. I'm gonna say that as well. Does it? <sighs> no. I mean it's I felt like it was a little time skip. They did it and this is like fifteen minutes later. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's what it felt like to me. Okay, yeah, because I'm seeing it now. The barrel is now empty. Yeah. <laughs> the face is now blushed up. Yeah, Thorka asked the priest who is better, Jesus or our gods? And as he says that, the prince then says, the one that made booze. 
and everyone all the priest the priest says that everyone looks at each other and then they just start erupting into laughter if i mean that's a pretty funny comment yeah well you're right you're right <laughs> uh but yeah i mean they're all laughing having a good time and then thorkel realizes though that there are soldiers watching them oh he thorkel doesn't make the comment he's like uh, whenever the priest is freaking out, well, I guess Christianity really does a toll on one's mm-hmm. soul because they, I mean, the priest is down bad. But Thorkel, he gets the feeling somebody's watching him. So what does he do? He picks up a spear and throws it 700 miles per hour <laughs> up a hill and just shreds a guy right in the face, right, with an awesome scream. I would. I want to put together an assignment or a uh, a test where I have some of the best spear throwers that exist nowadays, and I want them to make this throw. Okay, one is very far. Two, you have to aim it so right that it essentially skims up a mountain until it reaches its you yeah. know top vertical point, and then starts curving back down to spike through someone's head who you can't actually see. Oh, uh, he's oh, I knew I was right. That's what he says whenever it hits the guy. He goes, "Oh, wow, I was right." <laughs> like he was almost What a struck. lucky guess. <laughs> but yeah, the scream from that guy was awesome. I mean, it sounded so real. Okay, weird. What? Just weird. One the- that you described it as awesome, two that you uh were such a fan of it because quote it was so real or so Oh, real. yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a, usually Ronnie. I'm a fan of when a voice actor does a great job and right, portrays well, his character follow in a up question. proceeding manner. Follow up question. How many times have you heard spears going through heads? How do you know what it sounds like? Couple. I would, I'm, you know, inclined to say that maybe it doesn't sound real at all. I watched an episode of Game of Thrones. That's, hey, breaking news. Also not real. Yeah, but they scream in that, and I'm saying I enjoyed this scream. Guess what? They scream in the microphones when they're doing the voice acting. Yes. It's coming he from did the a good same job. medium. What are you talking about? I'm saying he did a great job of screaming. I, hey, I agree with that. It was a great scream, but you said it sounded real, and I just... <laughs> His scream sounded like, listen, if I had to imagine what getting... Okay a spear thrown through your head would be like and your initial reaction that's how i would imagine and i have no qualms with that okay. because i agree sounded very real so they tell thorkel to release the prince at once they're totally not nervous at all right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah and they will let him live they will let all of them live if they do it cuz they say they're how many people like 400 of ragnar's men I believe is what they say, which is obviously a, a bluff. No, no, they say that they have 2,000. Oh, 2,000, okay. And um, Thorkell immediately knows that it's a bluff. So here's where they made the mistake, and I was thinking about this. I know what they should have done, all right? They have two options. Thorkell knew that it was wrong because 2,000 is too big of a number, but not too big. They should have been like, we have 76,000 soldiers surrounding you. Because okay. then it's so big, you knock them off their, their footing. Right. Like, Wait, how many? Or you take it one step further. Say say that Thorkel can see 15 people. You go, we have seven people surrounding you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. Then, he, then his mind's playing tricks on him because then he's taking time to count. whether That's something that happened. Think about this. Think about this mind trick I just realized. Say you're ever in this position, all right? You're looking at me and 14 of my friends, right? I got okay. 15 people that have come up on you. Yeah. And I go, you're surrounded by all seven of us. You're immediately, whether you're going to want to or not, your mind is going to make you do a quick count. Oh, it is, yeah. Don't you think? And and then my initial thought will be, wait a minute, am I... Am I seeing things, or mm-hmm. is Ronnie that stupid? It no, would be two yeah. two thoughts. It's human instinct to want to be right, so the second that I say something that your mind knows doesn't make sense, you're going to count, and while you're counting really quickly, I got my best spear thrower that won the competition I held for who can throw a spear like Thorkel right through your head, and it's going to sound like the way that And then I'm going to scream like the guy <laughs> did in the microphone. I like it. Thorkel then hands over the prince and Ragnar and says, 
There's no need to hesitate. Throw your best attack. But it turns out you can tell that none of these guys actually want to fight Thorkell and his crew. But Thorkell starts teasing them. Okay, he's just uh, provoking them. And they're warriors, so they must not run away. That's when even Egghead's like, don't fall for it, guys. You know this is a trap. This added a completely other layer to Thorkell's character because I'll be honest, before this episode, what we've seen so far, I thought he was just like a dumb meathead that was super good at fighting. <laughs> what he does right here is such a mind manipulation for just ki- shits and grins. I couldn't believe. <laughs> he's just um, immediately, he's like, all right, we'll give Canute back. There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gives both of them back, and then he call, and uh, that's when the the head guy he's like, I don't, we don't want to be called cowards. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine dying, <laughs> and you said that fifteen minutes prior. Yeah, you fuck. I do not want to be called a coward. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the prince is walking back, still has not spoken a word. I, I just want to every time he has not spoken a word, I will say it. They. Thorkell then keeps calling their bluff, and you can tell he's just ready to fight. He's got that shit-eating grin on him. And what do they do? They fall for it, and they attack. So we got we got the battle going now. Um, but in the background, though, while the battle's going on, we have Askeladd and his crew, and the weird-looking guy and his crew that just puts his ear to the ground and can hear from miles away. Yep. Um, you know, they're ready to to join this fight and be a third party. They mentioned that, and I'm like, this... So they were playing Fortnite before Fortnite was a thing. Right. They were third-partying people before it was cool to third-party people. And I've got to apologize a little bit because last episode, I was pretty... I was pretty set in my ways that if Askeladd went and did this and Bjorn didn't have anything to say, I was going to be pissed at, one, the storytelling... Two at Bjorn, and I guess those two go hand in hand because Bjorn's not a real person. He's part of the story that they are telling. But they did have a pretty good plan as far as the third party of it all, and they weren't actually putting themselves in danger. They were just setting a fire. So Askeladd has not gone full-on crazy. Right. He's still crazy, but he's not full-on crazy yet because this was a good plan. Yep. They were just waiting for this moment to happen. They've been scouting it out. But we cut back to Thorkell, who was just absolutely fucking shredding these people like it's a video game. I mean, he basically is using that one link move in Super Smash Bros. where he just does like a spin. And it's just like such an overpowered move. That's basically what he's just doing here. He's just got an axe and he's just spinning around, just cutting heads off. With that being said, I had a question here that I wanted to get your take on. How many of Thorkell's own men do you think he kills, like, on average per battle? It's not zero. It's not zero. Yeah, you're right. I would say at least, like, five to ten. (laughs) Yeah. It's got to be. Because when you're swinging an axe around like that, some idiot's got some bad Mm -hmm. footing, some wrong positioning, and they're going to get lopped off, too. Oh, yeah. That's when Thorkell realizes they have, like, 400 men max. They said 2,000, right? Now they have 400. Right. That's where I got the 400 from. And he gets a little annoyed, but then he starts sniffing something. He can tell there's something other than blood in the air, and he asks the guys around him if they smell it too. And one of the guys says, intestines? I don't know. (laughs) Oh, it'd have to smell so, like, irony. Intestines? No. Like, all the blood. Think about, like, how, like, metallic it would smell. Yeah, uh, that's one thing I haven't, like, I'm trying to think when somebody cuts themselves really bad and they're just bleeding a lot, can you smell it? I know that obviously there's a lot of dead bodies, way more blood, but I'm just thinking of, like, somebody that needs, like, eight stitches is just bleeding pretty, pretty heavily. I've never taken the time. I know, I'm saying that I kind of got on you earlier for saying, like, how do you know what, um, how do you know what it sounds like when a spear goes through a head? But here I am acting like I've just smelled a lot of blood before. And I've not. One, one because I have a deviated septum. Two, I've just not been around pools of blood or anything. 
Right. That's probably a good thing. They haven't been around. I think it's right. What kind of world do you think that uh, we live in when I try to type in what does blood smell like? And the second thing that pre-populated was what does blood smell like to vampires? (laughs) Now, I'm not wrong. It does. The scent can be detected by our sense of smell and is often described as coppery or iron-like. Okay. So I I would imagine there's got to be a decent, which there's obviously enough here to really smell it. Mm -hmm. Because I've been around people that have just gotten like cuts where they're bleeding pretty good. But like what kind of cut? Uh, my dad had one the other day where he had... The other day? Well, like a month or two ago where he had to get stitches. I was right beside him. I barely avoided being the one to have to get stitches. What happened again? Somebody threw a spear through the woods. (laughs) You pushed your dad in front of you? Yeah, it was a glass where you're throwing stuff in the dumpster and the glass thing came down. So, I mean, he was bleeding a pretty pretty damn good bit. You didn't smell him? I don't remember smelling him. Take a sniff next time. Okay. Next time I'll try it out. So, what they smell though is charcoal. And just as they say that, the massive fires really start to set ablaze with a whole bunch of smoke. And we get a smirking Askeladd, you know, being all carnivorous. Is that how you say that word? Sure. Up top of the hill slash mountain. He looks just like a, a meat eater. Just a pretty, you know... Not carnivorous. carnivorous. <laughs> uh, oh, man. So, okay. It's a pretty evil thing to do. That's another thing. I'm just amazed at like how analytical people were back in the days. Like, Do you realize if me and you were in the middle of the woods, even if they did, like they were using charcoal to really set it aflame, af- we would just see fire and lose our minds. We wouldn't be like, wait, someone, someone has set us up. You know what oh, I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's what they're doing, right? Aren't they like pour, they're pouring stuff down to set it on fire? Right. Yeah, they have like barrels of stuff to to do that. Um, but yeah, that's when Thorkell realizes though their men cannot fight like this. Um, they got freaking third partied. This is one of those situations in video games. Everyone's been through this, where you get third partied so hard. That you almost just accept it as all right. You rage just, quit. You you rage quit or yeah, like they're about to do. They get, they just have to bail. So Askeladd says it hasn't rained in a few days, so this might last a while. And meanwhile, Bjorn is just thinking about how bad of a way it would be to die from this fire because we see a lot of lot of us uh, soldiers and stuff starting to die off. Yeah. Not even Thorkell's crew, but you know the people they were fighting they start catching on fire and that's that's and i'm wondering i guess because it's also like spreading through the leaves i don't it seems like fire wouldn't be your initial main concern maybe like things falling from you know flames um decompose well just destroying things it's like big limbs maybe falling off of trees Smoke is my main concern. Yeah, smoke is a big concern. But I've I have heard though, and like a if you do get somehow get caught in a forest fire, that it is like way harder. Like the fact that they get a wet Thorkel, nothing kills Thorkel, but it would be extremely hard to get away from this because it it spreads so quick once right. it actually starts. Yeah. Okay. So I get I'm like limbs would start falling. You. Mm-hmm. Would, well, while and then I mean, once the smoke starts, mm-hmm. like you you can't get yourself out, and then as soon as that happens, not only is smoke an issue, but then the fire as well. Right. Obviously, you'll be you'll be coughing. Let the record show lungs. because I feel like people are thinking this right now. Stop, drop, and roll. Let the record show I am not underestimating a forest fire. I take those very seriously. I would not make it out of them. I'm just saying the yes, first. Yes, you would. Thank you. The first two minutes. I feel like smoke would be my biggest problem. Yours, yes, because you have asthma and a deviated septum. My biggest problem? What would it be? I would be stop dropping and rolling. That is what I was taught as a kid. So it would be rolling in the right direction and not getting dizzy. No. Well, here's your first problem now that I hear your technique. You're stop dropping and rolling before you're even on fire. So now you're just becoming confused. And <laughs> no, is that not what you do when there's a fire nearby? You just stop dropping no, and roll. You, the first step is you have to be caught on fire. That's when you stop really? dropping and roll. Yeah. If you just start stopping and dropping and rolling, 
That's just going to make the situation even worse, Chad. So if I catch on fire, that's what I need to do, not if there's a fire nearby. Yeah, it is a technique used to extinguish the flame on you. Well, that is good to know because I would have. See, that would have been silly if I was doing that. That's what's bullshit about when you grow up and uh, graduate. So no one what? teaches you how to deal with fires. Anymore? And now that I think about it, we didn't do any of that stuff even in high school. I remember like once a year in elementary school, the firefighters stopped by. We did all these different tests. Do you remember those? Yeah. They. I remember one time they pulled up like a, a straight up trailer and they had done some magic where there were three doors and we had to like feel the doors to see which one the fire was behind. We, You know, now that I'm thinking about it, that was the only drill that we ran, but it was pretty cool. Got out of history that day. Use the fire extinguisher. That no, I, I never cool. have. Well, they let us like use it. All of the kids are like, you got picked to be a special. I, like it was one of those if you wanted to, like most people didn't. But I was like, you know what? Give me that bad. Boy. I don't think I've ever shot a fire extinguisher. It's a weird. It's definitely weird. It's something you don't want to mess around with. No, do not want to mess around with a fire extinguisher. I've studied them. I think I'm. I think I could use one. Yep. Askeladd then says that he's just confusing them, though. All the while, he gets some water and pours it on Thorfinn. He's getting Thorfinn ready because, of course, no one other than Thorfinn is going to ride a horse straight into this fire. I feel bad that the water was poured on Thorfinn and not the horse as well, but that just shows you what they think about the horse. I mean, they put the ho- they didn't kill the horse. Is, is that what I'm supposed to take from this, that they took this horse here? Remember when you said they were, they were going to bury the horse? I think this is the same horse. I'm really hoping you're right. I'm hoping someone talked him out of that because, like I said, I'm already back in track or backtracking a little bit on how crazy Askeladd is. So if he was reasonable enough to listen to someone and be like, "Hey, Captain, we could actually we could use these horses. They're pretty valuable." <laughs> well, that's what I think. I think he stole this, and he's like, "You know what? We won't kill the horse and bury it. We'll just." Ride it into a fire instead. I think that was his take right here. I'm giving Bjorn credit because I believe the sun... No, the sun was actually rising during that. Hmm. I think Bjorn made Askeladda. He was like, all right, yes, we're going to do your plan 100%. Go take a nap first, and then let's reassess. <laughs> and then when he took a nap, he was with his uh, wherewithal. He was... Oh, my God, what am I trying to say? He was with his wits a little bit better. There we go. Okay. Found it. Well, yeah, they have a little conversation here, him and Askeladd, because Bjorn says something along the lines of, why didn't we just join Ragnar's, you know, crew members, the 400, we would have a 500 squad, you know, we would kill them then, and then that's when Askeladd says, though, that that would just make them even against Thorkel's team, and they don't need to be even, they need to be way, way above that to stand a chance. Have you, sorry, have you ever seen, um... It like portrayed before that oh someone's going into a fire so they just dump water on them. Yes, you have. Where else? Oh God, where have I seen? I've definitely seen it in films slash uh, series. Really, where they have to like get out of a burning building or something, and they have water with them, and they pour it on them. Like to a help. cup of water? No, I can't remember. Where like have they I take seen a it? quick shower? Yeah, they. I have seen it before. Have you never seen it? No, that's why. Really? I, like. And I could be thinking about the first time I watched this show like four <laughs> years ago. but No, I like to think that now you've seen that. And so if you got into a fire, first you'd be stop, you'd be stop dropping and rolling for a while. The second thing you would do is go get in the shower until the fire got all around you and then you could run out. No, because I was thinking about it and I was like, okay, how much would that actually help? I guess with your clothes, it would help quite a bit. But the problem is like... It cools you off mostly, just like the temperature around you. <laughs> okay this skin is still immediately in danger no it just makes you cooler and <laughs> in, in both the sense that cooler and cooler like i see where the waterlogged clothes like maybe the fire couldn't catch but like you feel a flame whether it starts burning you yeah, yeah. well I, I imagine i imagine that uh the biggest concern is clothing. That would be the first thing to catch on fire. Obviously, it's mm-hmm. still going to hurt your skin, but like I've seen people's leg pant get caught on fire and then it just instantly spreads. So maybe that's the biggest Wait, concern. Wait, really? 
Yeah. Dude, where have you seen all this <laughs> dude, stuff? Where have you not seen this stuff? You've seen people Turn pay- on a phone, dude. <laughs> oh, okay. I've seen people catch on fire. I've seen, you know... I've seen all this on your I've phone. I've seen UED explosions. IED, whatever it is. Yeah, you've seen all this on your phone. He, I yeah. thought you... That's also the terrible thing about living in 2023. I thought you'd had all these unique experiences, but well, no, yeah. you were scrolling around on TikTok. I have seen somebody light a fart with a lighter, and yes, it started to catch the pants on fire. Now, it didn't fully catch them on, but it like sparked it, and they had to smack their ass out. I've seen that live. Live, wow. Live, yep. Not on pixels. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that Askelaz was basically saying, no, this dickhead third party works way better than joining one of these squads. But then Bjorn says, so you think Thorfinn can get the prince, don't you? Regardless of what you say, you actually trust him. Bjorn, this is Bjorn, 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 yep. Bjorn, Bjorn. And then Askelaz says, nah, he's just not afraid of anything and I can use him as I please. So what do you think, Ronnie? I think Askeladd's being honest. <laughs> well, no, he trusts him, but he also, what he says is also partially true. I'm not falling for this again. I'm not falling for it. We've seen him just turn his back on Thorfinn too many times and literally try and get him killed. I th- I almost think, you know, I didn't think this until this episode, the way that he looks when Thorfinn does come back. I think he, it's almost like Thorfinn is a chosen one to him. To where he truly looks at him as like, he does just send him on these impossible tasks. And he keeps coming back. But he's like, he thinks there's like this aura around him. Maybe it's just because he's Thor's son that he's just going to make it back. That is true. His mindset can change. But for yeah. a while there, I was concrete in the fact that he did not care yeah, about Thor. Well, that's why I think this episode made me think different. Right. I would completely agree with you any other episode, but the way he looks... And the way Bjorn talks to him about it, it's like they're trying to tell us that. I mean, Bjorn is, I do think that he trusts Thorfinn because he knows that Thorfinn I mean, he's always is only trying to kill Askeladd. Yeah. And Askeladd says, like, I'm standing right here. So he's obviously going to go do whatever it takes to get another battle with me. But two, I also think that he knows that because of that, he can basically make him do whatever he wants. So he just keeps doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we then cut over to Egghead, who's trying to get through the smoke with the prince and the drunk priest. The priest isn't too concerned because he's all boozed up. And the prince, he's not saying anything. <laughs> oh, wow. Mix-up. Uh, he runs into one of his own soldiers when uh, we get a couple of dumb lackeys. Okay, These are part Thorkell's men who don't... This is what was weird to me. Were they just ready to betray Thorkel right here and kill the prince did you see this um no i don't think so i think, think that they, they were there to, to kill him? they were killing ragnar grabbing canute yeah okay killing everyone around but right when that happens we get a flaming horse coming into the picture Oof. now that i've the, seen before i think the horse would have rather just been killed and buried than this right here um, and Thorfinn jumps down in a cool-looking cloak, Assassin's Creed style. Yep. Yes. I put either Assassin's Creed style or a witch in Halloween Town. Either Have you one. ever played an Assassin's Creed game? I've played it like just messing around at a friend's house, but I've never actually fully had it myself and like beat the game or anything. Gotcha. What about you? Uh, Travis and I own some. I've never beaten the game. Well, any of the games. Get good at the game, kid. I'll never forget uh, Travis's favorite game at one point when we were younger was the Black Flag one, the one where he was like a pirate, I guess. He loved that game, and he was like, please beat it, dude. Please play it and beat it. And then every time I would play it, I felt like all you did was just actually sail the waters in a game for like 10 minutes at a time while they sang sea shanties. And I got so bored of it. After like but nowadays, if that happened, you wouldn't be bored because that sounds amazing. Sea shanties, come on! But it was the same sea shanty over uh, and over okay. again. Yeah, if they're not coming up with new ones, then like if they were know. unique, yes, yeah. of course, I'd want to learn of all learn all of them. But I learned the one, and then I was like, all right, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Thorfinn then says, "I've come to save you, Prince Canute." 
where we then get a, you know, Canute doesn't say anything, but we get a little reaction from him where he kind of brightens up. And that's when Ragnar says something along the lines of Canute can never choose for himself, right? He says that line. Mm-hmm. But right then Thorkel walks up and he realizes it's Thorfinn right away and starts waving at him with with his hand with the missing fingers. I love this about Thorkel. I hope every time he sees Thorfinn, he does this. I love it too. I also wanted to give a shout out real quick to Thorfinn's sick move where the guy chops down at him with an axe. Oh, yeah. And he like disappears, but he doesn't disappear because he's just using the guy's body to hide. But like all the guys walk, were like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. And then they see his boots just and they're like, oh. Gets him right in the neck. But yeah, Thorkel is so, he's the cutest man I've ever seen who's over seven feet tall and I don't know, 300 pounds. Because the way he just waves, it's legitimately it's so like, he's seeing, like he's seeing his best buddy. Yeah. But now we kind of understand why, though. Because Thorkel says, wait, Thorfinn, before we fight, I need to ask you two things. Y'all are behind this fire, right? And then he says, you called yourself Thor's son. So your father's name is Thor's, and your mother's name is Helga. He knows Helga. pops Thorfinn, because when is the last time Thorfinn has even heard his mother's name? That's true. I hadn't thought about it like that, but yeah. He then says, you're the son of the troll of the Yams Vikings. So that's why you're so strong. Thor- Thorkel says, I know I know him personally. He's the only man stronger than me, a true warrior. Which God. then him saying a true warrior pops, you know, that pops uh, Thorfinn's mind up real quick, thinking back to... Thor is saying you need to become a true warrior. A true warrior doesn't need a sword. And this is obviously the second point in the episode where I was like, okay, Thorkel is so much of a better character than I thought. Mm-hmm. So way more layered. One, because he's coming up to Thorfinn like all calm, like he's not immediately trying to fight him. Two, because he doesn't even seem like the guy who would admit that someone was stronger than him. But that's how much respect he had for Thor's is that he is like, Calls him a true warrior. The only guy stronger than me. I mean, we and then we saw him fighting. You know, if he wasn't on the same team as him, like that would be a crazy battle. But he was fighting side by side with him. But also, isn't um, yeah? It makes me wonder if at some point they like had a fight, whether it was like with real swords or not, where like Thor's actually proved that he was stronger than uh, Thorkel, or if it was the kind of thing where Thorkel just came up from under uh, like underneath him in the ranks and just respected him so much that just like yeah. watching him he's like all right yeah that guy's stronger than me there's also some other point i want to make about that but i don't know if it's been said or not and i don't want to be spoiling i feel like it has been said in this series but i'll i'll disregard it for now and see if it comes back up interesting with thorkel um but obviously we know thorkel knows thor's and <sighs> Now Thorfinn knows it, this was all we needed this conversation because the last time they talked to each other, we all wanted that convo, but Thorfinn dipped out chasing after a decapitated head. So Thorkel says, I'll give you the prince for now because we are headed towards the same place until we meet again. And then he just leaves. So all very exciting. It makes me wonder, are we going to see a change in Thorfinn's character? Because like, I understood that he knew his father and he knew kind of like his general vibe about what of a man he was, but he's really got no clue as far as what kind of a true warrior he was. And talking to Thorkel at this point is like his best way to do that. So obviously he still wants to kill Askeladd, but now he's got this, which sucks because which never it's a show. So he was never going to just sail back to be with Helga and his sister, but now he's really not doing that because now he's got a go meet up with Thorkel again to hear more about his dad. Mm-hmm. So two enemies though, we get a, a glimpse of them for some reason, teaming up on accident, getting through the smoke. They couldn't see anything. So they start, you know, talking probably, probably hallucinating a little bit. I don't imagine if you get that much smoke into you, you'd, you'd be a little out of it. Um, but they're instantly taken out by Askeladd and the crew. That was just a funny moment. How stupid those guys were. 
But Bjorn says, <laughs> you trusted his luck too much this time, Askeladd. But then right when he says that, we get a view. Thorfinn actually brings back the prince and not only the prince, but Egghead and the priest. Yeah, thank God we get the priest. The look on Askeladd's face here, this is what I was talking about earlier. He's shocked. What did you take away from this? He is shocked, but he's also not. It's hard to... It's like he's like, wow, Thorfinn is really that guy. Like he is... Yeah. It's almost like Bjorn's words made him think more about it. And he's like, wow, he really is amazing. Yeah. Like maybe he thought he could do it, but then think about the situation. Thorfinn walks up with not... (laughs) With not just Canute, but three men, Thorfinn does not have a single scratch on him, and he's here just like a few hours later, like, it's me, I got him. He made it look like he went into the store to get get some eggs. (laughs) (laughs) But the line was just a little bit long, so it Mm -hmm. took a little longer than uh, Bjorn would have liked. Yeah, and and that's what's crazy, is Askeladd doesn't even realize that Thorfinn is cool with Thorkell. Like if he if Thorfinn would have just told him that, he'd be like, Oh, you're cool? Why don't you just go talk to him? Right. Man? So and the only reason he's cool with him is because he's Thor's son. Mm-hmm. So he really does have clout like that. Well and, and he's, he's strong. super strong. Yeah. He's quick, strong, and he's got the clout of being Thor's son. We then get Askeladd kneeling to the prince and Egghead saying, normally he, Ragnar is saying, normally you'd pay for what you've done, but in this situation, we have no choice but to trust you with the prince's safety. God. Askeladd says, I, son of Olaf, accept your request. I, do you know how hard it would have been for me to not kill Egghead in that moment? There is nothing more annoying than the person who his ass just got saved and he's like well normally you would be in quite a pickle here mister because that was some unsafe fire hazards you were spewing about okay well if he said that then yes he would have died i'll make an exception for this one shut up Uh, guess what there honestly i'm shocked that askelad is even doing this song and dance i know uh, I mean, that's a good point. Because it it insinuates that he's playing a longer game than I thought he was ready for at this point. No, it, it does insinuate that. It, the fact that he is doing that. Also, like you said, he's not out of his mind as much as you thought. Mm-hmm. Because obviously, if he if he was caught to just kill the prince and his right. guard, I mean, well, he, he last had no episode, chance out of it. Last episode, he was saying, he was like, if we get Canute... We're going to get paid handsomely from whichever side we turn mm-hmm. him into. Now, the fact, like, and they probably could have done that even without Ragnar and the priest. If you just have Canute, who doesn't say anything. But doing this, that's one, like, okay, we're trying to get paid by the right person. And we also want to be in good standing with him for later on down mm-hmm. the road. Right. So he he is being smart here. He's definitely being smart. But he says, therefore, as his bodyguard, I... I'd like to look upon the highness's face. The prince then takes off his helm to show his blowing long blonde hair and that this person, may it be boy or girl, is an absolutely beautiful Mm. pretty boy slash pretty girl. And even, you know, Askeladd and his (laughs) Askeladd and his people say, I thought this was a prince, not a princess. End of episode. Weird bangs. Someone had to say it. Um, it's a good looking human. Yeah, six. The <laughs> pretty boy swag. Why did hey, why did Askeladd ask this? Swag. Did he actually care to see the face, or is there like do you think that rumors have been circulating about? I mean, Canute? maybe he's like, why is this guy not saying anything, and why does he have a helm on, and why is he being a pretty boy? Let me see his face. Why do yeah? Why does his mouth look like that? Mm-hmm. I think he just genuinely wanted to. He's probably curious. I mean, I, yeah, I felt stupid. I was like, ah, oh, should have seen this coming. What? That it was a chick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like after like the second time it didn't say a word, I should have been like, I should have really studied the mouth. So do you think Askeladd is going to go after that mouth, if you know what I mean? Now that he knows no, it's a chick. because okay. it's not a man's mouth. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
That is so messed up. The I'm spir- just saying. The spirit of Ask Lab hey, hates Someone proved me wrong. I'm waiting. Okay. Well, all right. Someone proved me wrong. All right. End of episode. All righty. That was a good one. That was a good one. Now we got another adventure. Maybe so. I mean, that's... No, this is awesome. This is This is what we want. This situation right here. This is where the story should progress. Is it 24 greatly. episodes season one? Yes. So I'm, I'm just interested. So in uh, Game of Thrones, they had these things that uh, at least me and my friend who were watching, and I think the whole fan base kind of referred to them as road shows where characters would just be like on an episode or two, they were just on the road and they would have basically on chats like Thorkel was doing at the beginning. Okay. And I'm wondering if we're going to get some of the, uh, a few more of something like that. I mean, so far the show is pretty much not stopped. Just something happening every episode. Do you, so do you, are you a fan of road shows? Love them. I was about to say, I love them too. I'm, I'm here for it. Love them. Uh, just cause I'm wondering like Thorkel saying, Oh, our paths lead to the same place. I'm wondering, are we going to get there next episode, or is there going to be some minor shenanigans that happen in between episodes? I like it. Um, yeah, that, I mean, this is going to be interesting if the prince, which we're all assuming the prince is going to... well, Princess. Prince, princess, whatever you want to call they, is going to finally speak. And I mean, will, that's another good point. Why? Yeah. Why are they acting like it's a prince? I mean, yeah, there's a lot of questions. I mean... All they have to do is just... You would imagine this next episode, those are going to be answered. I would say yeah. it's a power structure thing. Like, if it was the only child left, you have to make them, like... The second that they know if, oh, someone doesn't have an heir, they start f- losing their minds. You think Egghead's got, like, a little little yeah, shin, Egghead, shindig say, going on? I was already kind of worried about his motives, how much he was protecting this person, but now that it's a chick my red flags are going off even more. I don't know what Egghead is up to, but I'm watching. Okay. Um, but two, I just want to know why they're doing this because there is already another prince who's out there kicking ass, sounds like, from what I've heard. Harold? Is that what his name is? Oh, yeah. A Harold back in these days? Taking care of business for sure. <laughs> and yeah, the Harold Harold is older. This is the younger one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know who else is taking care of business? Us. Next week. Come back, yep. listen to us. We'll be here. If you're listening to us on the free feed, go listen to three more episodes right now over on the Patreon. How fun would that be? It would be a lot. Anyways, we'll talk with you later. I've been Ronnie. I've been Chatty. Peace. Peace.